Hey guys, it's Sai. If this is your first ever time listening to our podcast, this isn't a great episode to start on. This is our questions episode where we take questions from our listeners. So go back to last week or the week before. Even better, go all the way back to the beginning. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere across from me is Cy Amundsen. Good morning, Chad, and good morning, everyone listening. Now stop talking, because I have fantastic news. This is the questions episode. We got a lot of questions, we got a lot of fun things going on, and guess who's back? 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 <laughs> it's Haybells. Haybells. Hello, Justin. Hello, everybody. Hey. Oh, this is exciting. Hey, you know what else was exciting? Because there's three of us with three microphones. Uh, Justin had to explain how we all slate at the beginning of the show to make sure. This is the, the, the countdown to match the tracks. Countdown yep. to match the tracks. And uh, A... He didn't have any time for our bullshit, which is hard for both of us because we're filled with it. But he did. It, he explained it to us like we were about to have a threesome. Like, okay, now I'm going to go with Chad, and then Chad's going to go with Cy. And then, Cy, you kiss me on my ear a little bit, and then I'm going to start jerking Chad. And then Chad— And you know I'm a nose booper. Yeah. You know I'm a nose booper. You know it. God damn it. Hay Bale's goatee looks incredible. Hasn't cut it since we got locked down. That is painfully accurate. Hasn't cut it and hasn't uh, hasn't gotten a new T-shirt because there it is. There it is. <laughs> well, hey, welcome back, Justin. I hope everything's going okay. I, uh, you know, a lot of listeners uh, may have joined and not even listened to when you were on the show. It's been so long, but, uh, you know, I just hope everything's uh, going okay. Yeah, I know. uh you guys have been getting emails. I've been uh, I've been getting messages on Instagram asking where I'm at. I'm telling everybody, still behind the scenes, just behind the curtain. I'm laughing. You just can't hear me. Oh, that's a great way to describe <laughs> it. You're like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> exactly. Is that a is that a yeah, reference this is, that makes sense? Uh, it, it does make sense. And I just um, so what happens is he's right, got a Justin fucking the us, goatee of a wizard. <laughs> Justin gets us all set up. And then he mutes himself yep. and takes his video off, and that's when starts he starts jerking off. Yeah, absolutely. But we've never seen it, so we can't cancel. Yeah, him. we can't turn him into the internet for jerking off during Dirty our show. Dirty son of a bitch! I was talking to uh, our friend Jeff Tate, and he was hiking in the woods. But I hung up on him because I thought he was jerking off. <laughs> he was so out of breath. I was like, "What are you doing?" Jeff Tate hikes now. Jeff Tate's lost. A significant amount of weight. He's being healthy. He's hiking in the woods. Is he still he dressing like up. fucking Tom Petty while he hikes? Absolutely. And I think, I mean, why would you not? And then, but he tries to hike a hundred miles a month. Holy shit. Good for Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, it's a lot. It's over three miles a day. That weight is really free falling off of him. <laughs> okay. Let's start the questions episode, everybody, because loves, I'm not doing this. He loves I'm Tom not doing Petty. This. He loves Tom it. Petty. I'm not doing this the whole time. What doing what? Just being in a relationship with me? Um, 
Justin, can you read the first question? And by the way, thank you everyone that sent in questions. We really appreciate it. Obviously, we can't get to all of them, but uh, we're going to do our best to uh, get to some that uh, Justin Justin picked. Sai, I know you picked a couple off of your uh, Instagram. I have not seen any of these questions because I told you if 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 I plan for something like this, you're just going to go. So if uh, you know. If you could go outside and the sky could be one color, what would it be? And I'll be like, yellow. And that's it. So it's going to be bo- – so I'd, I'd like the process to kind of happen naturally and organically, and let's see how it goes. Yeah, and Justin, I would really love to get into this because I'm excited to have all this no fun if we're not going to recognize how good of a free-falling joke that was. <laughs> Honestly, I thought just for a second there you were ramping up with another Tom Petty reference. <laughs> I really did. I thought you were going to go, like, if, if you're, if you're going to cancel me running down a dream, then I don't want to be here. You just are in the middle of taking your headphones off as I start talking. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, I am drinking water with ice in it and just a little tiny bit of Eagle Rare bourbon. Uh, just to let you know that if you hear the ice, I'm not going to stop drinking it. Just, a, just Because a it's smidge. Saturday and it's... Let's let's get crazy. Let's get crazy, you guys. Somebody brought back Big Ten football, and I'm going to watch it tonight. All right, Justin, I'm ready for you. All right, I do want to apologize in advance if I butcher people's names. Uh, I'll do my best, though. So first question is by Mike Moeller. If your sex life had a theme song, and this song played every time you had sex, what would it be and why? Oh my God! Already, right out well, the fucking gate. Yeah, I was just right gonna out say. The gate. Are these what the questions are? All of them? Are they all what your sex theme song is? I don't think so. No. Well, you know what I mean, smartass. <laughs> we well, first of all, don't yell at me. Second of all, we we wanted them to send unique questions. That's fair. That is very fair, and it's actually a good question. So I'm gonna let you go first. Uh, can I guess what yours is? Uh, sure. Okay, and you can guess what mine is. I'm guessing okay. yours is Never Gonna Get It by En Vogue. <laughs> never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. <laughs> is that right? Uh, I, 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 you know, I don't never know, I'm, get I'm it. Gonna, I'm not gonna lower myself. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, I can tell you what it's not. I think, I think this is a question people would take seriously. I don't, you know, there's guys out there. Uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC, because when I finish, that <laughs> pussy's been thunderstruck. Like, that's not, to me, sex is fun. Uh, so uh, here's, my, here's my pitch to you. I think, I think you need two sexual theme songs. Okay. I think, at least, I think you need the one that plays when you enter the room. You're like, I'm here. Like a wrestler walking down the aisle to the ring. You need your entry sure. song. Uh, for me, I think that's 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> as, as Robert Hawkins would say, punching in early and staying late. <laughs> imagine I made hay bales grab it right before the show started. But imagine uh, a gal sitting on a bed and I walk out of the bathroom into the bedroom and bam. Working Oh, my God. Get out of here. And then here's the thing. I think you need a song 
for finishing. I think you need uh, a finisher song. I don't want to be crass, but when you uh, blow jizz into her stomach, I think you need a. Uh, I think you need a finishing song. <laughs> well, and- let me just say this: uh, it's nice to know that your daughter isn't at your house because <laughs> you get to say all these fun things. For me, the 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 climactic moment song. And this isn't even a conversation. It's Let's Hear It for the Boy by Denise Williams. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Bales, do you can you play just the chorus of that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's give the boy a hand. Let's give the boy a hand. All right. Uh. So now, now, now we get to move on to Chad's really well-prepared 20-second answer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Um, so I'm going to go with, so I'm, I'm going to go with two different walk-in songs and for two different reasons. Okay. 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 Uh, mine, mine is going to be number one, uh, Peter Cetera, Glory of Love. <laughs> you walk in and it just says I am a man who will fight for your honor I think that puts people at ease I think they know that if you if you're willing to give them your body that they will fight for your honor <laughs> I like it my other one is uh, if I've had a couple drinks it's Van Morrison's brown eyed girl because I want people to know where this might be headed and consent. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh no. And then... You were worried? You do... I might never have a daughter because of that comment. <laughs> because you can't get pregnant there? And you're just going to... You're just going to strictly do that from now on. The questions episode is canceled. (laughs) So are we probably, but that's why I like to throw a little consent song. Now for the uh, big reveal, the big Mm -hmm. finish song, I'm going to go with uh, Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I hope that's, because it would be a real bummer if you started playing that song and she was like, nope, uh-huh. <laughs> not even outside. I feel like I'm in the basement. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm walking in a crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, What's next, Hey Bill? Yeah. When I, 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 love, I love these questions already. Yeah. All right. This is from Anthony Stallcup. Uh, this question is for Sot. Good old stall cup. <laughs> this is for Cy. Would you rather fight one Chad-sized Kevin the dog or 100 Kevin the dog-sized Chads? Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> That's fun. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's a... Ooh. I mean, I almost immediately said the 100 tiny Chads because I think it would be funny to squash them with my feet while they were throwing a fit. But Kevin and I have some longstanding beef 
and you can't beat up a dog, but if a dog is the size of a human being, let's get in the ring, you little fucking piece of shit. You, it's time, it's time for you to answer for the brisket you ate off my plate. Like I, it's a tough call. Can I turn this into a Chad question? Okay. When I when I lived out in Los Angeles, I lived with our friend Eric Allen, yep. and we got into a year long disagreement. This is when I was in good shape. I was training, healthy, uh, full of muscles, in theory. And it was my belief that in a gymnasium-sized cage, like this is a cage match, but the cage is the size of like a gymnasium, that I could beat up 100 grandmas at the same time. (laughs) His argument was... Okay. His argument was that if they're randomly picked grandmas, you never know. They, the, the rule was they have to be at least 70 years of age and they have to be actual grandmas. You can't just have some 70-year-old woman who's been never had any kids, has been taking testosterone and lifting weights for so long that her clit hits her knees when she walks. Like you can't, it can't be, like it has to be real random grandmas. And I know there's going to be some athletes in that bunch. But oh, wait a minute. How does lifting weights make that happen? I think like, I think testosterone and steroids blows the clit up. I'm pretty sure that's a thing. I'm not a big huh. science guy. My okay, question, yeah, good. My <laughs> question for you: Google it, Justin. Get on and find out what steroids and testosterone do to the clit. Chad, yes. do you think healthy, in shape, Chad? You get three months to train. Okay. Do you think you could beat up 100 grandmas? No. I mean, number one, I think that uh, it would be. I I just couldn't do it. I couldn't look at. A 70 year old woman and punch her in the face no but that's but that but the conversation here is this is gladiator you're you were you were chosen <laughs> by the ruling class to fight for the people's entertainment and if you do not defeat these grandmas chad they will defeat you to death yes yeah, i would rather die and let's not pretend that you could do it either you would punch one of them in the face and then 99 of them would shame you to the point where you died of dehydration because you cried so many tears in the corner. Don't even I'm start. Not, I'm not saying that I'm tough. I'm just from if you you're putting all these fucking emotions into this, and it's not an emotions play. I'm gonna tell it's, you. Okay, let me answer it this way. Okay. Take the grandmas out of it. I would never want to punch a grandma. I would never want to see a grandma hurt. But this take is the grandmas out of it. I'm gonna tell you something, which is something I thought you could understand. I'm gonna tell you something. You give me three months to train, starting right now. And I could beat up a hundred U's in the shape you're in right now. I don't think you need three months to train. I can't move. Yeah, but it's exhausting punching a hundred people to death. <laughs> but I would also say I am pretty quintessentially in grandma shape. Yeah, you have the little uh, the little cane grabber. I have grabber the grabber. I have the grabber. <laughs> What's next, Justin? <laughs> All right, this is from Aaron Matsky. Growing up, what posters covered your walls? Oh, good well, question. This is nice. Um, well, I this doesn't take thought because this is just factual, but uh, so I can go first on this one. I had, uh, if you've listened to the show for a long time, you know I had a Michael Jordan poster on my wall that I took pictures of and tried to pretend like I was at the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
but after that, after we moved to a different house, I just had, um, I would go to the public library or the school library because I didn't, we didn't have poster money. We weren't that family that had poster money. <laughs> so I would rip out pictures from magazines and a lot of them were of athletes. So I had like Brian Bosworth or I had uh, Marshall Falk when he played at San Diego. His story was really cool to me. So it was basically a lot of athletic stuff. I mean, I didn't have any girl posters up because I grew up with a mom and a sister. And so yep. at that point, and so it was just like, you know, I didn't want them coming in like, what is this? And sitting me down. Mainly at that point, I was just trying to avoid talking to's by my mom. It didn't really yeah. ha have a moral standpoint behind it. It was just like, I just don't want to have to listen to her. So <laughs> that was that. Pa spent all the poster money on bread and gambling again. Uh, I was the same way because I, I have a mom and sisters where it was like, yeah, I remember going to college and walking into somebody's dorm and they had like a poster of a, a woman in a bikini on a car or some fucking lame shit like that. I was like, you, you think that's a thing that should be on the wall? Fucking Trevor, just get on the internet. <laughs> jerk off and go back to being a normal guy no woman's ever gonna walk into this place and think that you're a dude she should spend more than three and a half minutes with right and, and here's the argument that you get with those posters the guy will most likely say well she agreed to take the pictures she agreed to do this and then when you grow up with just women you realize you have to ask why did she agree to this right i mean yeah. there's always the why <laughs> question so but what, what, were, what were your posters besides? I've agreed to a lot of shit that if it wound up on a poster, I don't think that's a good enough reason for a guy to hang it up in his bedroom <laughs> growing up. Uh, I, uh, I was all sports, too. I had a Jordan one. My Jordan one was the it was post. Uh, it was maybe the end of his career. It's just him with his hand resting on his face and all his rings. Um, oh. He had like two rings on one finger and five on the other. Had the had a Randy Moss poster. And then uh, I had, I remember, this isn't a poster, but I had, I don't even know, somebody gave it to me. You know, sometimes when you're given a gift to somebody and there are people who don't like to put a lot of thought into gifts, they're like, ah, fuck it. He likes sports. <laughs> somebody gave me a plaque honoring Cal Ripken Jr. breaking the, uh, the Iron Man streak in baseball. I didn't give a fuck about Cal Rip but it still it was in my room. I remember when when my parents sold their house, uh Jenna was going through boxes and she's like, "This was in your room?" I was like, "Yeah." She's like, "What the fuck, dude? How did how no wonder it took you so long to finally slide inside a woman. No wonder." Let's give the boy a hand. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is from Alyssa Schuler. How long do you think the two of you would last on a naked and afraid challenge, and who would end <laughs> up eating the other first? Do people eat each other on that show? I don't think so. I've seen those, it. those feel like two separate questions. Um, and I'll let you answer, Chad, but I'll, I'll lead off the top with 10 minutes because the amount of body shaming that would be going on both like I think the moment both of us got naked around one another in the wilderness, <laughs> we would initially start criticizing ourselves internally. That would be the inner monologue. 
And then knowing that we would quickly project that insecurity by criticizing one another. And we would both be like, I don't think I can be. I'm very naked and afraid right now. Well, here's where you're wrong on that for me is that I think I was built for naked and afraid because I could not eat for 30 straight days and be fine. I would just look, I would look like you're maybe supposed to look after the 30 day mark. I also think you're built for it because if you died first, I could cut you open and sleep inside you. (laughs) Well, you're taller than me and there's no way you'd be able to bend to sleep in a a fetal position. Yeah, yeah, I can't crawl inside probably. (laughs) Two things that would that would mess up my naked and afraid winning, right? One of them mm-hmm. is bugs. If I have to be in a place where there are mosquitoes swarming around me and biting me all night, I can't do it. Yep. Uh, number two, I think I would get if, – if the other person got a machete, you know how you get to bring one thing? Mm-hmm. They would stab me with it because I would pick shoes because my feet are so tender. There have been times where I've stepped on the edge of a rug and been like, oh, I mean, my feet are so tender that I would I would have to stay where they drop me off the whole time because I wouldn't be able to walk through the grass. You would quit immediately because we would meet and you would be like, hey, man, I brought a machete because I thought it could chop us through the forest and maybe help us build a shelter and cut down some wood we can rub together for a fire maybe even kill an animal to me machete was the number one right place side what did you bring and i'd be like so i have this iphone that has a solar power case on the back of it and i loaded a bunch of episodes of psych onto it before i left so i can fall asleep at night because daddy has a hard time sleeping Actually, I think you'd quit first because you wouldn't even know I was there and you'd go around the corner and I'd be on my hands and knees bent over giving you the fruit basket. <laughs> for the, for the, those of you listening that don't know what the fruit basket is, it is a tuck. Well, I'm going to call it a tuck, it's but a tuck. then it's also a bend over and reveal what you've tucked. I think, honestly, if it wasn't about who could last the longest, I think we'd make a good naked and afraid team because I think we bring very we bring very separate elements to the table. Uh, I bring fear and you bring confidence. And I think if we could balance those (laughs) things out, uh, we might just be naked. If you and I were standing next to each other naked, we'd look like the number 10. No, no. I promise you, there's no. the idea is that you're alone on an island, but if anybody walked by, they'd be like, are those the two animals they based Ren and Stimpy off of? <laughs> hey, look at that thumb and middle finger over there. Interesting. <laughs> All right, so this next one comes from a guy who only goes by the name Ski Mask. And I'd like to comment on that. <laughs> Fucking bummer. Go ahead, Justin. <laughs> What would you do for a day if you both switched bodies Freaky Friday style? Well, I, I can answer this. Complain. Don't, don't take a shot at my... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I tell you what I'd do. Uh, and this, listen. <laughs> we should have signed a contract that said we'd still be friends after this episode. Yeah, this is, I'm going to tell you, yeah. Well, uh... 
I'd ask Jenna to meet me in the bedroom, and then I'd <laughs> enter to brown-eyed girl. <laughs> I wasn't going to go that direction, but I'm going near that direction because if we're being super honest, I'd probably try out some really risky sexual stuff that I'm not willing to do with my own body. <laughs> because it's there's kind of a win-win. You get to see what it's like, and if it goes horribly wrong, I love... I like the idea of you, because if I die trying out some weird sex stuff, sure. you're trapped in my body, but we're friends, so you're probably going to go to that funeral, and all our friends are comedians, so you would have to be stuck inside my body listening to our other friends make jokes about how you died jerking off with a <laughs> belt hanging from a closet. <laughs> <laughs> I also I also think it's it's weird because my brain didn't go to any like oh I I would really like to do this thing that he has at his disp mine just went to like funny things to do. I think it'd be so funny to just quickly record an album where I bombed horribly <laughs> and see if I could get it submitted to be put out just one calendar day. I mean, I'd probably do something where I'd either rob a bank, go punch Brock Lesnar in the face. Yeah. Or just do a bunch, a bunch of quick twisting. Yeah. So when you did go back to your body, there would definitely be repercussions. Just hell to pay. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is from Liam Waddleton. Best name on the fucking list, by the way, as sure. I look at it. Liam Waddleton. Thanks for listening in England. We appreciate it. Hello, my name is L Liam Waddleton. His name might might as well be Christopherson Shuttlecock. What a fucking cool name. Well, I love the fact that they go, what's your name? Liam. That's the most amazing name ever. What's your last name? Uh. <laughs> all right. If you guys had to pick one person from all of history, alive or dead, to go out for a night, have drinks, get to know, and then have an extremely regrettable one-night stand with, who would it be? Hmm. You want me to go with where I just popped into my head? If it's Jenna again, I'm gonna be. <laughs> I'm gonna start getting a little upset. I'm not gonna be upset, but there's. If that's the answer to this question and a few more, maybe we'll talk after the show. But go why ahead. would that be the answer to this question? There's no way that would be regrettable. Now that's true. <laughs> um, listen, I'm going to go Donald Trump, but I need, want to explain myself before you turn off. I'm serious. Let me explain before you turn off the episode, you freaks. Um, because he might end up being the most famous person to ever live. Yep. Because of because of all the free press that he gets, whether it's complaining or praising, right? Yep. And uh, I do think it would be interesting to go out to have drinks. I mean, he doesn't drink, but go out and just get to ask him some questions, just the two of us. Yeah. And then I also think that from now on, anyone that ever that ever said like, oh, you know, brings up Donald Trump, I could just go, I laid with him. I laid with him like a man lays with a woman, <laughs> biblically. I, I have two answers. 
And one is because it's are you leaning on? Is this something that do I want it and do I want it to be a thing or do I want it to be a story that I can tell? I think that's the two angles you could probably take with this question. True. Uh, if it's just something for my own personal, like you get to go on a date with this person and have a one night stand, it's Diane Lane. I'm in love with Diane Lane. Oh boy, is that a good one. <laughs> I've been in love with Diane Lane for all of, since the moment I realized what my penis was uh, and my, I had boy hormones flowing through my body, I think she's a, a beautiful, smart, interesting woman. She looks now, a lot like your sister. That is not accurate at all. <laughs> I know. You, I, just, I just wanted to say it. Just what what we, just, we should just title this episode, The Friendship is Over. Uh, if it was for the sake of a story, if you're like, hey, you get to do this, and then you get to tell everybody about it, kind of like you were mentioning with Trump, I think it's a no-brainer. It's Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> just with a bunch of your buddies at an ice house and they're talking about their sexual conquest and you're like, you uh, you guys know the master of horror, Alfred Hitchcock, fat guy, used to walk into a shadow? Fucked the shit out of that dude. <laughs> Took him out, put a few cocktails in him, rolled him onto a bed and stuffed my Hitchcock right in there. Like, I, that's, I fucked Alfred Hitchcock is a very funny story to me. <laughs> yeah, it is. You're right. All right, Steve Hubbard, if somebody offered you youthful immortality, would you take it and why? I have a question. What what constitutes youthful immortality? That's my question as like, well. How, like how old? So I'm going to answer this in pieces. Okay. Could I be uh, like young, a teenager? Absolutely not. Do I want my my feet bigger than anything else and walking around all ridiculous with my teeth are too big for my mouth and I have acne? No, thank you. My 20s, no chance. 30s, getting closer, but still no. 40s, absolutely not. 50s, no. 60s, of course not. Who would want to live forever, you psychopath? I want to die when I get... There's no way... I want to be just watching everyone die the whole. No. That's the problem. No, that's have you that's ever, the big have problem. You, yeah, have you ever met a ninety-five-year-old person who they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like, I don't have any friends left. They're all dead. I don't do anything but play solitaire, and I've outlived my erections by thirty years. No one wants that. Why would you ever? But they, but they did say youthful. Now, here, here, I think you hit it on the head. I think the issue is uh, because I, I'm uh, Uncle Size scared to die. We know that. I have an issue. I have an issue with uh, mortality. So I'm a little bit interested in this question. Um, but the problem is, it's like, oh, do you get to be 30 or 40 years old, and then? You know, maybe you can work with makeup so you look old. So you can like you can basically live with one family till you're about 70 and then you have to walk away from them. <laughs> Listen, that's in my genetics. I have. I no was problem. just going to say, you know, who would love this question? What are you laughing at? Hey, Bill. <laughs> 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 what 
Well, I, listen, I'm going to tell you the one reason I would want youthful immortality is because I have looked older than I am my whole life almost. I, That's I mean, true. like in my 20s. Um, so I would just like the people that look younger than they are to catch me and then start to look older than me and just be like, what's up? Remember in my 20s when you thought I was 30? What about now? And just <laughs> sit there and stare at them with my young 2020 vision. All right. Next up is Sarah Carter. If each of you had found out the other had been arrested, but nobody had told you why, why would you think the other person had been arrested? You go first. I got to think about this. Uh, I, you know, I would, I think this is, this isn't going to be a super creative answer, but I would say it's, you probably uh, got in an altercation at a child sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or you were just arrested on suspicion at the BMX park. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy, this guy keeps saying something about youthful immortality, but uh, he's still pretty old. Um, I'm going to say indecent exposure for you. I'm going to say you, well, I'm going to say you went on one of your walking routes or whatever okay. you call them. And yeah. then uh, you had to pee, and you don't care about peeing outside. And then someone called the cops on you, and there you were. Can you get in trouble for indecent exposure from your own home? Because I will walk by a sliding glass door, dick a-swinging. No, I think that, um, well, first of all, I think that baby Ellen is probably dick height now, so careful. And then <laughs> This is a basement it, activity. We have sliding doors on both levels. I want to be very clear about this. <laughs> But she is she is at the height now where she can open doors. So yeah, you you guessed her you guessed her growth pattern pretty correctly. Absolutely. I hope she speed bags you right in the sack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for this next one, I'm not gonna say the guy's name, but Sai, you can go ahead and say it if you want. No, thank you. What would your first purchase be after receiving a lump sum payment in your divorce settlement in which you take a pretty good chunk out of her four oh one K? <laughs> okay so let's break this down number one why aren't you saying his name uh well i think he wrote in the email that his wife they like used to listen to the show together and she, <laughs> she may still listen so i'm not gonna put this guy on blast but if she does listen so, i'm sure she knows so he got the show in the divorce that's pretty cool um Here's the thing. And I, I want to be very clear. If she can write a mean, funny question for the next episode, Chad and I are winnable. I don't care if it's mommy <laughs> oh, or daddy. Absolutely. Whoever has the best Christmas presents, that's where we're going to live. <laughs> I'm going to say that if, if you get a big chunk of her 401k, then I'm going to assume she did something naughty. Yeah. And in that Very case, naughty. in that case, I would use that money to hire an assassin. Not for her. No, 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 no. Let's not get crazy. Not okay. for her. Not for the other person. Just for someone near her. Like, let's say she's at a food court when everything <laughs> clears up. I just want, I just want the kill shot to be through the head so she gets a little bit of brain on her bacon burger <laughs> and make her think about stuff. That's 
that's pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, I told you. I, I don't. I'm, think I'm halfway I should... through my glass of Eagle Rare. Let's I, let's keep answering questions. I don't think I should. Uh, my answer was going to be like, I think I'd buy a cardboard cutout of her, and then I would stick it in my second purchase, which is a new Range Rover, and drive it past her house a bunch. Like that's way <laughs> less interesting than I'm just going to murder a guy who's standing close to her, so she spends the next fifty years thinking somebody missed. Oh yeah, you got to start going first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that way I can I can measure the tone of the answer. I don't Holy crap. Yeah, I went uh I went way over the ledge there. Oopsie daisies. Hey, uh I got a bunch of money from my wife in the divorce. Uh what should I do with it? Murder, pranks. What'd you say? Well, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think you find somebody who's maybe down on their luck. And you, you make a deal where you say, listen, you're going to get shot in a food court, but I'm going to pay your family. I think there's an episode about uh, of the blacklist about this exact concept. <laughs> we better go to the next question here. All right. Heather Ormiston. My boyfriend and I have been huge fans from the beginning, have seen Chad live and have named our kitten Kevin after Kevin the dog. Should have named it Kevin the dog, the kitten. Keep going. <laughs> it's been too long for an Uncle Ronnie update. What happened to him? Is Uncle Ronnie still at large? Is Chad's sister still in contact with him? Well, I can, I, I, clearly I'll take this one, but um, I don't I don't know. Um, I've stopped talking to my sister. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I haven't asked her in a while because I don't want, I've, I've told, I've said this before. I have no room in my life for an introduction and then I have to go to a funeral. <laughs> I'm actively avoiding a funeral, so I don't ask any questions about it. And uh, but but here's the deal. I will text her and ask her. And then um, when I hear back from her, I will tell you if she's heard from him at all. This is a case where I should have looked at these questions beforehand. No, 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 no. I love it. All right, here's a good one. Apparently, this guy and his friends have been arguing about this for a while. Um, Danian Russell asks, what would win in a battle, a bear or a cougar? Now, are we talking about yeah, a 40-plus-year-old woman versus a bigger, hairy gay guy? Gay guy, that's what I thought. Is this, is this animal? Because is this I a... believe it's the animals. That match could go forever. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine a fist But if we're talking fight? about... Uh, well, what kind of bear? So here, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through the bears. And then uh, polar, no chance. I'm going to go through the bears. Co <laughs> Kodiak, which if you don't know what a Kodiak bear is, it's like a grizzly, but it's from Jurassic that... Park. Yeah, didn't they invent the tobacco, right? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> so Kodiak bear, no way a cougar wins. Grizzly bear, I'm still going to say no. Black bear, easily. All you have to do is throw some licorice at it kill it polar bear fucks a cougar shit polar bears are the, to stay warm yeah probably they're mo they're 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 likely they're likely the dangerous the most dangerous of the bears could i get through this answer any worse see the thing with bears is all the bears are different colors and because sometimes when you have brown bears that's they call them grizzle and then the white bears are taller and because if a white bear, the cougar's tan, and I like animals. 
I love the fact that you were struggling, and so you put it on someone from the South. <laughs> Listen to me. Bears come in all shapes and sizes, and some of them might be, for example, Bernstein. Um, other ones might have different types of porridge that a young girl might try to eat. And so who, who doesn't know? Who? Um, fuck, dude, side note. Uh, to add to the Hill story that is my upbringing, uh, my family's house and property made it on the front page of the Worthington Daily Globe when I was a child because a cougar had escaped from somewhere and, uh, and made made home in a tree on our property wow yeah and i remember so so my grandma lived with us and she had like her own little apartment attached to our house and so i remember all of us like there was animal services and the fire department cops there because the cougar had like people had kept seeing it around town and you know how fast word spreads in a small town especially like there's a cougar on the loose like that is <laughs> That's pretty big time Worthington news. So it's a pretty big to do. And we're all out on my grandma's deck just watching like 20 adult men try to figure out what to do. Because there's a lot of people walking. They can't just kill the cougar. And so the plan they came up with is they <laughs> they took our neighbor's trampoline Jesus. and they slid it under the tree and then they tranquilized the cougar and it fell onto the trampoline it worked but i don't know if you've ever seen a limp cougar body just bounce on a trampoline just young Sai and greg on the deck like golly look at that big cat flop Emily Mitchell asks, what was the first impression you got from each other when you first met? Well, first of all, I'd like to say hello to Emily Mitchell. Uh, great supporter of, of stand-up comedy. Always comes Cincinnati. out to brouhaha and, yep. uh, and go bananas. Um, hope all is well with you guys. But uh, my first impression of... I don't think it was great. I'm going to be honest. He had <laughs> short hair. He looked really like uh, douchey and preppy. And he just, he looked like every two steps he took, you heard date rape, date rape. No, that's. <laughs> he looks like he was born in flip flops and khaki shorts. But, uh, but once I actually got to know him and how goofy his personality was and how uh, many risks he would take on stage, I really uh, started to admire him. And that's as, that's as close as I'm going to get to saying anything and uh you don't you don't want to really double down on the fact that in no way shape or form would i ever date rape anyone <laughs> you can double down on that all you want i'm just saying you looked like it that i that was uh yeah i don't uh you sure. smelled like ro roofie the i remember i remember the first time i saw you perform live you had just filmed your half hour and I think you were, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you were headlining the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that at Acme, because I think you were featuring on the weekend, maybe for Louis CK. That sounds right. Speaking of inappropriate behavior. I recorded, <laughs> uh, recorded busy being awesome that weekend. Yes. I used and Louis CK's crowds to record an album. 
And as a cocky young dipshit who wanted to be good at stand-up, I'd heard about you. And then I watched you on stage. I thought you were having one of the funniest sets I'd ever seen. But there were maybe like three people in the audience who didn't like it. And uh, you love to focus on that group of people. <laughs> and at one point, you said really confidently, like, not like, Self, you 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 didn't believe this, but you just said, "Fuck, I can't wait till my half hour comes out." You people have no idea what you're missing. You said something like that, and it made me, like the fake confidence, made me laugh really hard. And everybody went over to the Loop afterwards, which is a bar near Acme, and I was really intimidated to meet you because I thought it was so great. And I, like, I said a few things to you, and I kind of felt weird and self-conscious and then i remember leaving and being mad at myself that i let another human being make me feel that way and so then i think i didn't like you until the next time i met you <laughs> well i remember when you came up to me at the no, i didn't i didn't walk up to you and go like that's a guy who rapes gorillas like i didn't <laughs> think something like that no i understand <clears throat> because i actually remember the conversation when you came over um well i don't remember all of it because i was busy covering my drink but uh, Justin, <laughs> Justin, next question. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. All right. Uh, Matthew Romden, what is your favorite place to perform comedy? And then parentheses, clubs. Zoom shows. Zoom shows. I fucking love Zoom shows. Um, any Instagram live. I'm a big Instagram live guy. And uh, yeah, if, if not those places, outdoor shows in backyards. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I have a bunch. I mean, listen, here's the deal. It, it has to do with the staff and the crowd and um, and crowds before everything got locked down. Crowds were really, really becoming uh, fun for me. So uh, not to be a weirdo, but thanks for everyone that was coming out. And uh, but if we're if we're talking about, you know, memories of when we started and no one was coming to see you, and, and it was just like a crapshoot. Acme, of course, I feel the most comfortable performing there. Um, there are times where I'll do 10 minutes off the top that that I wrote on the drive down to Minneapolis just to see if it works. Um, also, uh, let's see. I don't know what my daughter's doing upstairs. I hope uh, <laughs> she, must be, she must be exercising or something. Yeah, I there's like a spring it. noise. Squeaking, squeaking. Um, her and her boyfriend better not walk down here together. That's all I know. Um, but uh, but Acme and then a, a Cap City Comedy Club down in uh, Austin, Texas, which actually just closed because of the lockdown, which is an absolute nightmare. But I have so many memories, not only about the club, just all the comedians. It was such a cool. It, we called it Minneapolis South and Austin comedians called Minneapolis Austin North. Because we had kind of the same values and ideas about comedy, what it should be. And so when anyone transplanted to the other place, it was an instant friendship, instant fun. And uh, I still have so many friends, good friends from Austin in the comedy scene. And, um, you know, as far as like just Chandy and, and uh, Katie and Mark, just the whole crew that was down at that club. So fantastic. And then there are a you know a bunch of them. You go places and you have individual experiences where you think it's great too, but uh, those are two that kind of spring. Of course, Chicago at Zanies, um, that staff absolutely incredible. Uh, 
Milwaukee Comedy Cafe. That's no longer around either. But there's just so many that, you, you know, you would drive to being a Minnesota guy. Uh, and it was kind of home away from home, Columbus, Ohio. Just so many. I mean, I could keep doing this all, all day. But Yeah, to me, it's, uh, I, you know, it's the same thing. It's just the experience of the people. It's Acme for me. It's Go Bananas in Cincinnati. I just, that oh, place yes, is, yes, 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 that, yes. That place is just literally home to me. I, I love all the comedy. Uh, here's the thing with Cincinnati. Cincinnati has been unaffected by seriousness. Like, yeah, I, I'd like to say that I feel absolutely ridiculous for not throwing out Go Bananas, but keep going. Yeah, well, it, it, when you – people in comedy, including myself often, tend to take themselves so seriously and you get on stage and you have to be, what are you really saying and all this bullshit. And then you go to Cincinnati and everybody there is just like, hey, did you see Mike Cody's new joke where he pretends to be a ring announcer introducing penises? And you're like <laughs> – yeah, I love it here. It's just like everybody, everybody there is just, you know, and that's it shows in all the comics that came out of there with, you know, we, we talked about Gabe Kia, who's got a brand new album out. Right. You know, we've got it's uh, 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 my brain is falling apart. But we took Jeff Tate at the beginning of the show, Mike yeah. Cronin, Alex Stone. Uh, Sam Evans, um, our friend, uh, go Jeepers, fucking creepers. I'm forgetting her name. Down in Georgia, what sort of asshole am I? Sally Brooks. Uh, Sally Brooks, for fuck's sake, one of the funniest people to ever come out of that scene. Sally Brooks. Yeah. Every comic down there, every you go down there, and like the Sunday night show, all of a sudden there's 30 comics sitting in the back of the room to watch the show. Yeah. Uh, and I know I'm missing a ton of people, so I, I like there. I think we both love Madison. I also love state. Ian and I also love Ian uh, Tabari. Uh, there, oh, yeah, Tabari! You're, you're, you're yes. right. There are so many people there that are fantastic. Yeah, it's I. Uh, everybody except Ran Barnacolo. Yep, what a jerk! Everybody except <laughs> Ran. Run your fucking mouth, Barnacle. I love Lee Kimbrell. I love Alex Schubert. Let's just name check people. Everybody <laughs> except this Italian fucking piece of shit, Ran Barnacolo. Oh, look at me. I used to work in the back and I gained some weight and then I stopped eating fry foods and I'm the most handsome fella on planet Earth. Bleebity, bleebity, blee. Can you hear the bouncing? I can, I can. I don't think the audience can, but I can. She is, I know what she's doing. So there is a two-week shred program with Chloe Ting on YouTube and it's free and she's doing that upstairs. And I did that with her for two weeks and I got to tell you something. I always thought like aerobic stuff was was Lame. for for gals it kicked my ass and i was in uh, fantastic i was in fighting shape i could beat up a thousand grandmas uh last question comes from elena this is strictly for my own curiosity but on chad's album natural selection is that Psy introducing him and did hay bales introduce Psy on his monday night album well yes that is Psy introducing me correct but uh i'm gonna let hay bales answer the other one uh, yeah, it's actually not me. I believe it is Nate Abshire, but I was in the room that night working at Acme. Guest of the program, Nate Abshire. Stream all of our albums <laughs> on all of your platforms. Please, for Please. the love of God, stream. Please. If you leave your house, just push play. It's not going to cost Please. you anything. <laughs> hey, I got to go. 
Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. 